When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. I'm so, so excited um, Valentine's Day is this weekend, and we're going to do a special lube with a B. You know what's serious when there's a B in lube instead of a V. But um, we're going to do a special love edition um, for Valentine's Day. I'm really excited because this is actually me and my hubby's first Valentine's Day together. Um, so I have in the studio joining me, of course, my my other sexy half, Mr. Ed Hartwell. Ow! <laughs> Uh-oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and then I also have Monique and her husband, Sydney. You guys, thank you so much, Monique. You know, so I don't know where to start from Oscars to, you know, comedian to there's so, so much that it's hard. And what I love about you is that you, like what box? You are such an individual. You're so inspirational in being your authentic self in everything that you do. Um, I remember even when you had your talk show for a while here in Atlanta, I had the opportunity to come. And I just love your full personality, your unapologetic, this is who the hell I am, like it or <laughs> F you pretty much. It's kind of how you, you, you roll with it. And I'm not mad at that. And Sydney, um, I, you guys are business partners, husband, wife. Um, and, you know, there's a lot because your whole show on Play.it is about open marriage, which, like I was just saying before we start, I was like, you know, you asked me, well, do y'all have a closed marriage? I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of <laughs> feel like this. If you want that, you should go over there. We're good. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's OK. But I'm not that cool. And, and I love your honesty for that. Uh-huh. And when I said, <clears throat> are you in a closed marriage? Because... Once people actually listened to it, Mm -hmm. they found out it wasn't about the sex. It wasn't just about my legs being open to whomever. Mm -hmm. It was about these two people that said, we want to make sure we give each other everything we can give each other before we take those last breaths. We don't want any secrets. We don't want anything that somebody could come to Sydney and say, did you know? Mm-hmm. Or somebody could come to me and Monique and say, did you know, we wanted to make sure we were in a relationship that said we are 100 percent in this together. Right. There are no secrets. There's no hidden agendas. Mm-hmm. There's no I can't tell my best friend whatever it is that I'm thinking. Right. So when people question it and then I say, well, you're in a closed relationship and they have to think about it and go, well, 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 no, because if you're closed, then what you're saying is we're not willing mm-hmm. to open up to each other fully mm-hmm. because we still have to hold on to that piece of me. Yeah. And and I guess that's why I say for us, it's not that it's closed because closed does breed an air of non-allowance. And that's something that 
we're very big about being very allowing with one another to be exactly who we are, you know, to talk about even the things that may feel uncomfortable, but to make sure that we're always communicating and on the same page. And even if we we don't see things in the same light, you know, what I love about this man is that we're able to sometimes agree to disagree or at least see it from each other's perspective, even though we don't share that perspective. So I appreciate that. Um, and, it, and and I'm glad that you guys are kind of talking about this because, of course, you know, it kind of catches people like, what the hell? What you mean? <laughs> so you could just be like, honey, I brought someone new home today. Like, you know. And our dynamic uh-huh. is so different. See, we've been best friends since the 10th grade. I love it. We've been best friends since we were 14. Mm-hmm. I and, and I could see if women would say, you just met this cat. Mm-hmm. And now you're, y'all in this well, this has been my best friend since I was a little girl. Right. This man has been the person that's never told me no. Mm-hmm. He's been my best friend. He's been my brother. He's been my father. He's been my lover. He's now my husband. Mm-hmm. So he's worn so many different hats with me that when I took it to him 10 years ago, mm-hmm. because both of y'all are in the public eye, so you know what right. it is to make the money. Whoever make the money make the rules. You the boss. So when I took that to my best friend 10 years ago and said, listen, I'm still wilding. Mm-hmm. I love you. But he was like, girl, that don't, it ain't going to stop us from loving one another. Mm-hmm. Well, now that it's evolved, the thought of another man for me is like, there's no one that can compare. Right. But I'm still grateful that this man that now wears all of these hats for me is saying, there's nothing that you can't tell me. In reference to how you're feeling, if you do see another man and you say, Daddy, I'm attracted to him, is that a deal breaker? Mm -hmm. Hell no. You just told me what you was attracted to. So is it a deal breaker for you all in this point of your marriage and relationship if you say it's one thing? Because, I mean, we're human. You, You see people who are attractive every day. But is it a deal breaker for you to act on that in a sexual and even an emotional manner? Because, like, does emotional cheating count you know there's like a whole kind of thing about that does it what's more hurtful for someone emotionally being connected to someone closer than your husband or physically you want to take that one daddy for from my perspective and based upon what we've discussed Mm -hmm. um the emotional cheating would come about if you were unable to convey what it was that you wanted Mm -hmm. um who am i realistically to tell her though she's my wife what she can and cannot do because realistically have you ever been in a situation where someone's told you because they were your parents because they're your husband because they're your boyfriend what you can and cannot do and you chose to do different don't eat my last donut girl mm-hmm. but you ate your donut like I guess so- I guess I don't mean to cut you off but I guess my question is I get that you can't control anyone else's behavior nor should you desire to control their behavior but I guess more so, how would that make you feel? It would make me feel if she cho- chose to act with someone else, mm-hmm. it would make me feel like my friend is having what it was that she wanted to have. Because, again, who am I mm-hmm. to tell her, no, you cannot have it? See, when we come into this world, mm-hmm. we come into it with the same thing that we're going to leave out with. That's the spirits of who we are. The problem is for me and my thinking and my spiritual self Mm -hmm. that I find with others is that they want to control one another as if we are each other's property and we're not. 
So the beautiful thing comes about when you don't try to control that individual and the very thing in which you would want when you lay those ground rules down, it transpires organically anyway. And they had no restrictions. This just transpired because this is what they willingly gave you. So there's this open door policy with the understanding that if you're doing what it is that's supposed to be done, there's a level of appreciation that you have for one another that couldn't be superseded by someone else. The man hours and woman hours, if you will, that we've had just having mere conversations, someone would have to live 33 additional years in order to catch up, and then we are frozen in time to be able to catch up with where we are right now. Mm -hmm. So there's a level of, from a spiritual connection, that far supersedes the physical. Mm. So I have a question. One thing that you said in there for you, babe, is that by saying, okay, if you decide to be with this other person, that it may hurt me or this is how I feel, that that's a level of control. Babe, do you feel controlled? Because... Well, I look at it like this. Um, your question was, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And with being around for a while and being around different things in life and having access to those things, it depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. Different people feel different things in different situations. It's a, For example, I have a friend, I won't mention his name, him and his wife have a girlfriend. I know I have other friends in different states that, they do have an open marriage, but they just want to talk about it and tell each other the story. Then you have, you have, I know a lot of people who don't have that type of open marriage. I think the communication is right, but every individual is totally different. So it depends on the individual if they're hurt by it, if they're excited about it, if they feel mm-hmm. good about it. It just depends on who you are, mm-hmm. and you just got to make sure you marry somebody who, is, who are like you. That's yeah. just like being equally yoked. So if you're equally yoked, then you don't have to worry about that being about being hurt because now you guys are on the same page. Mm, I agree with that. You know, it's kind of it's very much to each his own and any relationship is very unique. And that's why, like, even like with girlfriends, when they call and want advice, you know, I wasn't there. I'm not privy to every conversation, the love, the, you know, the makeup, the this, the that. So I can't. I can only empower you to use your best judgment, to use your intuition, to do what you feel is right for you in this situation, because no two relationships, just like no two people, are exactly alike. You know, I I think, too, that we as, I just want to say people, Mm -hmm. and and the women that I've dealt with, Mm -hmm. and they'll say, if my man cheat, it's done. Mm -hmm. And then you'll say, well, let me ask you something. So you're willing to throw away your family because he had sex with another woman. It's over. I mean, if it's just not about me, mm-hmm. so let me ask you again. Mm-hmm. You're willing to throw that away because he had sex with somebody else. And even if you ask a man, if my wife ever sleep with another man, it's done. Okay, she went to Jamaica. Dexter was coming down the Why beach. you got to say Jamaica? Okay. That's my favorite place to go. No, I'm just joking. Let's just put it on the table, okay? You had a couple of them drinks, and things got a little different. And then Winston showed up. He showed no. up, okay? And you let him know, only in Jamaica. You don't love him. It's not we in love. That's something that took place. It went down. Do your man leave you for that? Mm-hmm. Because I think we put so much on the physical 
of this was sex between two people. And we're willing to throw away a foundation and a relationship. And I do believe that people should be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. I do. But does it stop the physical part of who you are just as a human being? Well, and being equally yoked, I think, to his point, it's the equivalent of saying that there's a balance that you have between the individuals that are involved in the circumstances. Mm-hmm. So whatever the dynamic is, everyone is under the same impression due to the communication that you're having between the, the, those individuals. Right. So there's no ambiguity right. uh, mm-hmm. amongst the group. So whether it's the guy and the, the woman that has a girlfriend, everyone's on the same page. So that within itself brings in a, a, a level of fluidity in the relationship that would not ordinarily be had when you keep things secret from one another because there are many of a couple who I believe have gone and lived many a years not sharing with one another what they truly wanted and unbeknownst to them both they wanted the same thing but were too fearful of saying it because it was out of the norm and we fail to realize that we are human beings Absolutely. and as human beings that is a direct correlation with what one could be considered flawed but within the flaws is a great deal of perfection if we are not so judgmental towards one another for whatever it is we may want. Is a person bad because they say, I like to put whipped cream on you when you get naked? <laughs> or somebody, uh, but somebody would say, oh, my God, that goes against God's will. Well, if you believe that, I can't knock you. Right. But I guess you and your partner won't put whipped cream because Jesus may have a problem with that. Right. You understand? So I do it. Again, it goes back to what he said so well, which is when you connect with people, um, it's most important right. that you have an honest dialogue with mm-hmm. them. That way you know exactly where you stand. So yeah. I have a question. Oh, sorry, babe. I'll, I want you to do you mind? You can go ahead. No, no, I was just saying definitely, you know, it's about um, it's some things that some people are convicted about that I'm not convicted about. Um, it just goes on. It just goes to say who you are mm-hmm. and what you want in a relationship. And you just make sure you marry or you with somebody that wants the same things. Absolutely. I don't I don't see anybody. being. It's your relationship. You should be able to do whatever you want to do in your relationship. It's nobody else's business. Mm-hmm. So I have a question, though. So. A lot of times, like cheating or or even just, you know, whatever it is, doing something that isn't in the agreement, whatever the agreement looks like that you and your other and your significant other have created. I personally feel that sometimes those are really just symptoms of something else that may be occurring or going on. And like, you know, the woman who you said, well, if he cheats, I'm done. I'm ba-ba-da-ba-ba-dee-boo-ba-dee-ba, what have you. Personally, I kind of feel, and tell me, jump in any time how you feel, but that when that happens, the cheating really isn't the issue. The stepping out in terms of having sex with someone else isn't the issue. It's more of the reaction to whatever else may be brewing that has been unaddressed, that has not been addressed. I think in some cases, yes. Mm-hmm. I think in some cases when either party says, I'm looking for something that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think in some cases, but not all. Okay. Some, ca- You know, I, I, I always say we can learn from everything. Absolutely. Right? And I am a big National Geographic <laughs> you, me too. Discovery Channel watcher. Lady, travel okay? Channel, Discovery Channel. So when I watch nature, mm-hmm. right, just nature, mm-hmm. 
And I watched the silverback gorillas, okay, <laughs> daddy. Damn. Now, when I saw these silverback gorillas, <laughs> and that comes to a place where I can understand them. Uh-huh. I, listen, I know they conversations at about two, three o'clock in the morning. There was a young silverback woman gorilla uh-huh. up in the tree, right <laughs> down the bottom. This is for real. Teacher, this, I know. I'm watching I, this, right? I believe you. It's down the hilarious. bottom is an older silverback woman, uh-huh. but it's like a couple women around her. Uh-huh. Then over on the side is the king uh-huh. silverback, right? And you know he the king because he just sitting there watching his is it, is it his flock? Whatever. It's Whatever his, his we group. got it. Watching it's, them, right? So the older silverback woman climbs up the tree. Uh-huh. So she wants some of the younger silverback woman berries. So she tapped her on the shoulder and was like, give me some of your berries. I know that's what she said uh-huh. just from the way she motioned, <laughs> right? Give me some. The younger silverback gorilla. was like, nah. Put her, right, she gave her elbow and hit her back. <laughs> Baby, the older silverback gorilla Molly whipped her ass, ass up in that tree. <laughs> the king came up in the tree. But how he come up, though? Baby, he came up like he was king. Okay? That he's king. He came up strong, <laughs> right? He got in between. Uh-huh. The young silverback and the old silverback. He told the younger silverback, you bitch, don't you ever. Them, you give her them berries. You give Belinda them goddamn berries, okay? <laughs> because of hers while you in the group. She welcomed right. you in. He then turned around and told Belinda, I told you about smacking these bitches. You can't keep smacking and beating up on them like that if you want them to be part of the group. Go on down there around the corner. I see you in a minute. The king, she went down the tree. The king whispered to the young silverback. He left her for a minute, climbed down the tree, went around the corner, and gave that woman silverback probably the best sex she ever had because in the middle of it, she fell asleep. Okay? Then he went back up the tree and took care of the younger silverback. Then they all got together, and they was one big happy family. When you watch nature, it's just nature. You saw that silverback. He had a pride of women. He didn't just have one. When you watch Cecil, the man that killed Cecil, right, mm-hmm. the lion, mm-hmm. it messed up the whole goddamn forest because Cecil was the man, baby, and he had a pride, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take it to humans. Mm-hmm. We took a trip over to Africa, mm-hmm. to Nigeria, and there were seven brothers, and they invited us over there to do their uh, award show. Okay. Then they invited us back to their home. Now, I've always heard about it, but I never saw it because I thought it was a myth. When they say African men can have as many wives as they can, as afford, they can afford, no more than out. 10. Mm-hmm. We go into this amazing home, and all these women begin to walk up to me. Hi, Monique, I'm wife number two to brother number five. Hi, Monique, I'm wife number three to brother. By the time we were done, it was about, what, 30 women? It was a, a, a number of them. Beautiful. And it felt so comfortable. Mm. It felt so comfortable. So I'm saying that to say we take our men who have been very Americanized Mm -hmm. and very Westernized, and we want to take from them what comes natural. Now, some of them have fallen into it. I got to block out what comes natural to me because this is not the way of the land here. But when we say we're African-American, you then say, well, what part of African are you? Mm -hmm. Because when you go see it, and it's like, oh, my God, this is real. Yeah, I mean, culturally, that's how they grew up. I grew up in New Jersey. So, okay. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> but, you know, that goes back to um, I had a conversation. We had a conversation before. And a lot, of, a lot of ways that people are is because of their culture. And a lot of culture is because of your religion, depending on where you are in the world. 
Because a lot of things that we do here, they don't do in other other countries. They do it totally different. Just like you say, they have a lot of Muslims over there have, I don't know how many wives, but you have some Muslims over here that still don't. So it's practice. It's what you practice, what you grew up with is what you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And over here, most of us grew up with, like you said, you only have one wife, you only have one husband. So that goes back to the equal to yoke, what you believe in. Yeah. Because, you know, I honestly, because I had a guy who I dated, we're leaving names out, who felt he should have multiple wives. And it just didn't. I was like, yeah, you know, what? Well, you should find somebody who wants that, too, because I just happened not to be her, you know, and it's no no shade or no what have you, because there are people. My thing is this. A lot of times in relationships, whether it's open, whether it's closed, whatever it is, they people tend to impose their desires on the other and. Maybe they're just, that's just not where they are, and that's okay, but there is someone for you. And it's about being honestly and authentically who you are because that allows the person to make a decision if this is where I desire to be. I feel like taking away from that decision is not okay. Like, give people the option because you may be surprised. Like you said, someone be like, okay, I'll sign up to be wife number four, but then there'd be maybe someone else who that's not what they desire for their life. And I think so many of us are too afraid to say what it is that we desire. I think we are so conditioned to be in this box. Mm -hmm. We're so conditioned to do it one way that we can't even fathom doing it another way. And when I saw those women Mm -hmm. and all of these children, you didn't know whose baby was whose. Mm -hmm. You didn't know. It was so much love in that environment that it felt very natural to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the mother who's the matriarch and she's just sitting there and the respect and the honor and the love. And I'm like, wow, daddy, this is what we come from. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten so removed from it that we shun it when we speak about it. Mm-hmm. Because to see how beautiful it is and we speak of our ancestors, mm-hmm. but then we come over here and we look at it and say, oh, How could you? Mm. Because that's what we come from. And I agree. And we're going to take a quick break real quick and we're going to come back. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about allowing and living in a space of non-judgment. You know, we're all here and we have in the United States. The beautiful thing about this is having the ability to be and to choose whatever it is that you choose to be. And a lot of people, you know, want to label and say what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. And I very much do my best to live in a space of openness in the sense of allowing people to be, to show up authentically who they are and not be in judgment. Because, you know, if you want to take it biblical, I'm more spiritual. I'm not a whole, you know, I'm not as religious as I am spiritual. But, you know, he who lives without sin casts the first stone. And a lot of times we forget that piece. But we're going to come back. Good discussion here, Candidly Keisha. Thank you so much. Continue to listen. We're going to talk about how to how to how do we keep this flame burning. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. I have my hubby. I have Monique. I have Sydney. During the break, we had a really, really interesting conversation. We're going to just bring this, kind of wrap up the whole, you know, uh, multiple wife, husband. Because, you know, there are cultures who also, you know, it works on the woman's side, too. I watch National Geographic, too. Makes me real happy. Um, I, I like very odd TV to be an actor. But, um, but it was funny because we were speaking of, Monique asked me if, 
we were to go back to Africa, and that is the law of the land there, how would how would that work for me? And, you know, I don't really know the answer to that. Like, as I can only speak from my frame of reference right now, and that's not what I desire. Um, but I still wouldn't turn my nose up at people if that's what they chose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what you choose is what you choose. And, and another funny thing, the difference is here, like, I just said, these hoes be out of bounds. Like, they don't have rules and regulations. Like, over there, they be having rules. They be having regulations. You know this wife, number one, she be, she runs stuff. This is your place. This is your place. This is what you do. And this is how we going to work. <laughs> you know, they, they, they don't have rules and regulations. But if they thought about it and got together, would you say economically? Hey. It, if you got one that's a beautician. You got one that's a nail tech. You got one that can cook good. You got one baby that sexually, she knows all the special tricks because she used to be in the porn business. You put them all together. You have a wonderful household. Damn it. Lord have mercy. I don't what? know about y'all, but I, I, I wouldn't deal dealing with all them You're an actress. And Do you emotions. see how wonderful that would work in your household? Yeah, I can't, though. You'd be I'm, like, I'm not lying. <laughs> I can't. I would have killed the bitch. I'm just being honest. That's just the truth. And I just have to speak my truth. Well, let me say this. Over, it's like you said, over in Africa, they had a rules. And as an American man, I can tell you I have no interest in being open. And I'll tell you why. Because dealing with one woman is enough emotions for me. <laughs> over <here. laughs> and I'm not saying that my, my wife is very emotional, but I'm saying over in, in America, Women are different than over in Africa. Just like you said, they all got along. They probably don't fight a lot. They probably don't don't get into the big arguments. Well, also, they probably have you, some you disagreements, may, you but know. they fix them. Let me say this. You may not know also because you came, you know how, like, you don't air your business in the streets? <laughs> they they, they, they could have, you know, been in the back tearing it down. They like, have. But they, you know, when company come, you don't share your business. You put on, you, you yeah, act but right. In America, they share their business everywhere. Look at the reality shows. Yeah. They air business everywhere. They in the streets at the supermarket, you know, in church acting a fool. I've seen some people in church acting a fool. Yeah. They arguing. We just finished having. We just finished praising the Lord. So, the emotional piece, I had too much to do. I'm running businesses. <laughs> I got kids. I got a wife. I got too much things to do than for 50 million women to have their emotions. That's funny. But and let me just say, like I know people get real sensitive. I was really just joking, talking about hoes be out of bounds, but <laughs> you know, and. They do, though. They do. And and I'm not calling all women, you know, people get real sensitive. You just called women hoes and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But if you are one of, and I'm no judgment, but that is kind of the term, if you are, you know, chasing after someone else's husband and doing these things. So, and we're I, not saying you know, that hoes is a bad thing. It's not right. a bad thing. If you choose to be healing that. healing objects, shit. Talk about okay. it, Daddy. H-O apostrophe S. Healing objects, shit. That's hilarious. I love that. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, so what do y'all do? Because y'all said it's been since 10th since grade that you've known each other. That's a long time of knowing each other. So how do you keep it alive and fresh and exciting? And granted, I get it with marriage. I know we've only been married like a month and a half at this point. So 10 years, I'm not, can't compare. I know one thing, one of the best advice I've ever, one of the best pieces of advice I've ever given is that you never, a successful marriage is one that you never fall out of love with the other at the same time. That may sound weird, but I got it. And it was a, it was an older woman, like an 80 
plus-year-old woman who had been through, had seen a lot. And because of that, I believe she was saying that you'll have lulls, you'll have disagreements, but as long as you're both committed, even if one person kind of is in their feelings, the love of the other person pulls it back. What do you feel? She's absolutely right. Yeah. She's um, Our friendship, because of our foundation, has allowed our marriage to work. Because I'm a lot. I'm a lot all the time. I, <laughs> I was getting ready to say sometimes. <laughs> anyway, but, then Cindy's giving her this look like, uh, you know, damn it, you know you all the time. Don't, don't you sit here and say some of the time. <laughs> I, I think the friendship is, uh-huh. is really what allows us to keep that strong. And keep that foundation. Because if we just operated as a married couple, my husband would have left me. But as his best friend, it's the patience and that unconditional love that says, I far love you past you being my wife. Mm -hmm. That's just that title. But the friendship has really allowed us to push through. In addition to the fact that every day is a new day, which though it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through Sunday back to Monday again, it makes it fresh because you don't know what you're going to deal with from one day to the next. That's just the reality of from the extraneous variables to the confounding variables of what you know you're going to have to deal with. And when you do have children that you have to raise, when you are in a business that is not designed for people of color to win, and you're working together as business partners, and you're still going to try to win because you must have a positive attitude to move forward, those things bring a level of camaraderie beyond chocolates and nightgowns. Mm-hmm. So you you begin to team up in a way in which you say we're in it together. We're vested in a way in which um, there's no one that's going to come from the outside and wreck what we have. But it's just like any great dynasty that you've ever heard about. It's normally and typically not the outside influences. It's the inside influences. It's what you allow to come into your space Mm -hmm. and wreck your world. So as a new couple who have had old experiences with other individuals, you realize that the key to it is one another Mm -hmm. and that communication. And, you know, we were speaking earlier about sexual intercourse It's a very small part of it. But one thing that is oftentimes not said, especially amongst men, because you get the moniker of being you're just a dog. Understand there are angels that they say the Nephilim that came down for the coochie. Okay, they came down from space (laughs) in time to mate. Despite they said what God said, don't mate with them. He's like, do you know how good this coochie is? Uh, I'm going down Larry. there to see them. Okay, are you doing your Bill Cosby voice no, talking about the coochie right never now? Never that. Can talk about this? I, I can give it to you, but that's, that's just the, see, the, even the Bill Cosby voice is the passion that men feel. And you like, wait a minute, don't you understand that? The things we get caught up on, that's my husband, get caught up in sometimes are ridiculous yes. because it's it's when you hear those same individuals that say, if Edgar cheated on me, uh-huh. I ain't messing with him no more. Uh-huh. But the reality is, come to find out that's what he did, and she looked past it because she loves him, and he didn't love that woman. He just wanted that feeling because what 
no woman on earth has ever experienced, I don't care if she's a lesbian or not, is the inside okay. of another woman. Talk about Am it. Am I getting too nasty? No, daddy, go on hey, and say it now. I'm just looking go to you. Now. I look to you. But look, maybe. Is but that what they said? That's what she okay. said. So, now. and looking, it's one of those things where a man can say whatever he wants, but the reality is, there's something incredible, and only the feeling of achievement could surpass the feeling of a vagina, in my well, listen, humble opinion. Well, listen, baby, I'm an <laughs> actor. children coming into the world, these types of things, but I'm sorry. But listen, baby, I was going to tell him I'm an actor, so I could be Sasha, I could be Mary. You tell me we can get some wigs, and if you need some hey, new witty. coochie, we can give you that's some new up. coochie. That's but, what's up. And, 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 and that's the beauty of it, too. <laughs> so you can have when you say what keeps it hot and what keeps it spicy... Never lose that. Mm -hmm. Never lose that. And practice. Let Ed know I've been doing my research and my homework. So when he come home, I got something new for you. He's going to appreciate <laughs> that. Because even, you know, when, when I'm out and I'm doing the shows and stuff and I see the women and they with their men, some of them look like I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. They came out looking like I don't give a damn. Yeah. And now you're mad because he's looking at somebody else. Mm -hmm. Well, you're nothing to look at because you don't give a damn. And... Do we put the same effort in going to bed as we do going out with our girls? Mm. Like when you go to bed at night, do you put the same effort Absolutely. in that bathroom? So when you come out that bathroom, he's looking <laughs> at you like, okay, then bitch, I heard that. Come on over here. Let me say something to you. Yep. Absolutely. But we're 10 years in. Yeah. So And it's remembering to continue to do those things and never getting time. comfortable. Yes. And and yeah. being honest enough to say what is really real. Like when, when, when Sid and I first got together. We got together as best friends. Mm. Though we loved each other deeply, but this was still my boy. This was the boy. This was who I called up to say, yo, Let you would never you. guess. Right. Would just, that's who that was. <laughs> so it took time for the in love part to come. Got it. Because what we had to understand is, and when it is new and you're in that honeymoon phase, mm -hmm. that's beautiful. But it took time for us to get there because I got married to my best friend, not the fantasy. It's my mm -hmm. third marriage. Absolutely. Now, my first two marriages, they were fantasies. I like the wedding day. Yeah. I like gifts. And I like people saying, you look so pretty. Yeah. Well, after that day, I was like, I don't want to play no more. This, yeah. this shit is not what I signed up and for. And, you know, that's funny you say that because for me, I was excited about preparing for the marriage. It wasn't, as, it wasn't about the day. I feel so often people prepare for the wedding day and get excited about that. And that's just that a day. This is a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because so many people are like, you know, why did you do small marriage? Why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? And for it was really just about us. I had no desire to have some big old, like all the pomp and circumstance and the gifts and da 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 Like, don't get me wrong. If y'all want to send something to the house, come on. But <laughs> that wasn't my focus. It wasn't mm -hmm. our focus. We got married at the house in front of the fireplace in the living room, surrounded by our closest family and best friends. And for me, it was about also for, well, for us, it was about having that village around us that's going to continue to support us during our marriage. Not about inviting your mom's or auntie's best friend's cousin's sister who she plays because they need to be there to see this. Yes. Mm -hmm. So. And I think that village is important. Yeah. And I don't know how many of us have that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of us, once they stand around and you take those vows, when the waters do get shaky, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. How many people say, we now we got to depend on the village. Mm-hmm. I got to make a phone call now to my auntie who has been married to Uncle Curtis for 73 years. And let me tell you, you learn stuff you never knew before. When you get married, like I was joking with my mom the other day. My mom, because right now we're definitely in baby mode. So, you know, working on it, it's lots of fun, you know. That whole practicing is <laughs> awesome. But... um I had the most interesting. My mom called me, well, do you understand about ovulation? And let me tell you what you need to look for and what you need to do. I was like, Mom, are you talking about my ovaries with me? You've never done this. Why didn't you do this before now? I'm 37, almost years old. And it's it's interesting because you begin to learn things and relate to people in ways that you never have before. And you learn about, oh, that time when Uncle So-and-so was away for a little while that it really wasn't. Uh, he was working on something, really, this is what happened and how we made it through it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I welcome all of the different, you know, the advice that you guys are giving to us right now and giving to our audience because one thing I know we do is that we look to happily married friends for advice, for discussion, for, you know, just counsel. Because you can't ask an unhappy person some advice that well, actually, you can. You can well, have. Because what you'll say is, well, that's some shit I don't want to do, and <laughs> I want to thank you that's true. for telling me how that's to handle true. that, because you by yourself. That's true. Oh, okay. And but even you- through all the advice, is you got to pick and choose what's going to work for your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to know your partner, what makes them happy. You got to be able to dedicate yourself that every morning you wake up, you're going to wake up to a new day, like you said, and... Be positive about it. Be happy about it. Be excited about it. Every day I wake up, I'm excited. It's some new things that's going to happen today. Yeah. You know. Um, He's so sweet. He'll text me and I'll get up in the morning. He'll be like, you're beautiful when you sleep. And I'm like, what did it? Three o'clock in the morning. He just said this to me and I'm laying right next to You know, that's all that hand begging. I don't sleep that good sometimes, you know. <laughs> but um, that's, the, that's what it is. You know, you wake up just like you said. Women don't know. So today, I'm going to get some more. So... I feel good about that. Okay, then. You so better write that and rhyme it. Yeah. Okay, y'all don't know today. He's going to get some more. And, it. and it's going to be different. This time, I'm going to put some whipped cream on it. This time, I'm going to make it flavor. I'm going to put a flavor on it. So, we don't need to do too much because yeast infections are I was getting ready to say, saying. don't put Monistat in business, baby, because well, that's well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, I'm from Vegas, you know. We oh, do, we do we some things a little different down there on the West Coast in that city. We yeah. know. So, and don't just look at Valentine's Day. It's February 14th. Mm-mm. We make it. I was going to ask you, do you guys do date night? We do. Listen. With the kids. Right. Date night be with the kids. All three of them. We <laughs> dating and we playing at the same time. You don't even understand. Juggling. When we go to football practice, uh-huh. though they're out there practicing, we're on a date. And uh-huh. we're those teenagers. And it's mm-hmm. Sydney for me is everything I didn't get from all the other Men. Say that again. He's every, he, he is that, this is my boyfriend. This yes. is my boy. Like, and I've had boyfriends, but this is my boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. the kids know that's mommy boyfriend. Like, so it's not just a particular, is it tonight? Is it tonight? It's every night. It can pop off, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> With tea on the sideline, watching it. your kids Come hit on. the bag. You know what I mean? Come on. And all you're doing is spending time having a conversation. When your children mm-hmm. walk in the room and say, we know you're in love. How do you know? Because when y'all were sleeping, y'all were holding hands. Aww. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Y'all supposed to knock on the door, first of all. Who's going right. to tell you about knocking on the door? <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, knock right. on the door, ladies, please, and thank you. <laughs> so, again, it, it is the, the intimacy is not always about the sexual aspect about mm-hmm. it. It's about the, the friendship part yeah. about it. And, again, it can be over a glass of water in a conversation. It can be baseball, basketball, jiu-jitsu, whatever we sitting there with the kids watching it because then we look around and we say, we don't see a lot of couples together at these practices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You may see the mom there a lot. You may see maybe the dad, but the mom and the dad to be able to do this. And we've known each other since we were kids. And mm-hmm. to, to be in a situation where you're sitting there with your best friend watching your children grow up and you met as children, mm. it, it's crazy. That's special. And humbling. Yeah. yeah. And it's something you said that's very important that I know that we do is living in the moment. You know, every moment that you're given, whether it's at jiu-jitsu practice, whether it's, you know, wherever you are, a cup of tea, embracing, enjoying, being fully present in exactly where you are. And that's date night. And I agree with that. You know, we we definitely make time for each other you know, even today, my baby was supposed to be somewhere else, and he came over here, and I love him for it. Well, you know, I love what you what you just said because I told myself every day I want to date her. I don't want it to be like, oh, we've been married for ten years. I want to I want to attack every day like I just met her, because those are the fun days that you have in a lot of relationships that get old. Let's have fun every day. Every day, let's say I'm gonna put some clothes on. I'm gonna do this. I'm going to make sure I'm glistening at nighttime and I'm going to keep my muscles He's single-handedly keeps so you can, you can look butter, good. Vaseline. Like you said, you got to continue to look good for your mate. In business. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if not, they're going to look somewhere else because you're not looking good. And not only look good physically. Mentally. But make sure your attitude is looking good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of relationships that take place because of a fat ass and a big bank account. And it don't sustain. And then once you get to knowing each other, the money mm-hmm. don't matter and the ass don't look that good no more. Right. So it's really taking out that time and still being able to love even when you're ugly. Because mm. sometimes I can, sometimes, okay, Keisha, <laughs> well, you can just be unlovable, okay? And the spirit told me, say it right to you. I don't know why. But where it's just like, well, you're unlovable and that person is strong enough. To love y'all through the yeah, moment. to love you. And that's a part of it, too. You know, I've, I know people that's been married for 50 years, but I've mm-hmm. never seen them be in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've just been conditioned to be married, mm-hmm. but never really see them get down for each other. So it's, in, in my humble opinion, longevity is you down. It, yeah. If Ed should come back and say, listen, mm-hmm. I was on the road. I went to Vegas. She might call you. I don't even know her last name, but it went down. If your call come, you say to her, bitch, he like whipped cream, and I want to thank you for that because I don't. <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> Goodbye. And then you look at him and say, listen, don't have no bitches calling here, okay? But you got to be down. The same with men, but we're so quick to walk away. Mm-hmm. And I know one time Yvette Wilson, bless my sister, she said to me, Monique, do you know why most relationships don't work in this business? Because you meet on Monday, you fall in love on Tuesday, you're engaged by Wednesday, you're married by Thursday, and you're divorced by Friday. Because mm. don't nobody know nobody, and we fell in love with the fantasy. Absolutely. So it's like once we can get past of 
the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And it'd still be the fantasy. Like I tell Sid, you, I'm living my fantasy. To tell this story, it is truly, for me, Cinderella. Aww. Somebody came and put the slipper on me, baby, and made life amazing. Though I've been knowing him since I was a little girl. Right. So it's not that he tries to. Don't look at me. <laughs> because he doesn't. But he impresses me every day. Mm. Not that he tries to, but the way that he's raising his family. He does it effortlessly. The leadership that he gives to the Hicks household mm. makes me say, you gave that to me when can't nobody hear me. So it's, you can say all day long out loud how much you love Ed. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. But only you know when ain't nobody around and you're in that bathroom by yourself and you can say, you gave that to me. Mm. When you can do that, shit, you got it. You about to have me crying in the studio. Because some women in the mirror are like, you gave me that bullshit, okay? <laughs> and she holding her eye. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm sick of this shit. My right vision is blurred. My left top top, you gave that to me. But when uh, you know you got something yeah. amazing, we have to know how to treat that. Absolutely. And nurture that, you know? And it's, it's funny, I don't mean to cut you off, because people ask me, you know, after being married, it doesn't feel different. And the only word I could use is that it's amazing, girl. And I know that's not a word. Yes, it is. But <laughs> I can spell it. E-R. Yeah. On the end of yeah, amazing. E-R. That's how you spell it. No, but it really, really is. And what I found is that, you know, you said something earlier about every relationship that you had up into this point. You're so grateful for Sydney because he's given you everything that they didn't or that you truly desired. You know, how he shows up in life and family and all of those ways. It's what he does, not what he says. And I'm grateful for that in my husband. And again, you know, I love that word. But and it doesn't have a time frame on it. Um, you know, you all were lucky enough to meet each other in 10th grade, but I'm grateful for every frog that I've kissed and that he's kissed because it made me know it when I saw it. Mm -hmm. It was like, yes, absolutely. And it didn't take, you know, a million. You know, I get a lot of times in Hollywood, quote unquote, people are like, oh, it's the superficial. It's A lot of people have their opinion on our marriage and mm -hmm. if it was too fast and if it was this. However... The greatest things of my life aren't shared in social media. And just because you didn't see the documentation doesn't mean it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful because I was able, we were able to recognize it when we saw it. Well, you know, one of the things I said is when I met Keisha and spent time with her, she gave me everything I wanted and more. And none of the things I had no desire for. Because over time, you learn what you want and you learn what you don't want to deal with. And that's what, that's what made me fall in love with her. That's what made me want to be with her for the rest of my life. I didn't have to deal with the nonsense, but I can get everything plus more that I ever desired to have. And that's, that's the beauty of it. So we're going to wrap it up shortly here, but I have one question. Any uh, hot Valentine's Day plans that you could share? Because I know it, it may be a surprise. Or What do y'all have planned for this weekend? <laughs> the boys got... Uh, Baseball practice. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Again, we don't just take uh -huh. it to say this weekend, this weekend is the weekend. We have our Valentine's baby every, every single day. Nice. As, you know, for real. Like, we don't uh -huh. just take that one day and say, let's make it special. 
Okay. No, Valentine's can jump off at two in the morning, one in the afternoon. <laughs> okay, right? It, it's, it's true. It, Valentine's yeah. is the equivalent of when you say, "I'm going to the kitchen. Would you like something?" Mm-hmm. As opposed to, "Well, why you ain't tell me you was coming back from the kitchen?" Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just little things yeah. like thinking about the other person, like you would want them to think about you. So, hmm. what would the one piece? Whoever's listening out there. What would the piece, what would the one piece of advice be that each of you would give um, just regarding relationships? I know it's hard to pick, but you can pick whatever for you, Sydney. Let your mate know who you are and request that that they let you know who they are. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Okay. What my daddy said. <laughs> That's yeah. the same thing. Just what you said, because it makes for an amazing relationship mm-hmm. and allow them to be themselves yeah because then they're truly happy yeah well i think that covers it i'd just like to say thank you guys so much for listening to candidly keisha um i hope you've enjoyed and have a happy happy valentine's day thank you thank you sis thank Save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.